Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Nathaniel, don't call me Atticus Finch, producing for us tonight. You will hear Eddie Garrison's dulcet tones in just a few minutes. Not even that. Under a minute for a scoreboard update. My name is Jake Query. Good evening to you on a Saturday. Throughout this great state of Indiana, this is Indiana Sports Talk on Network Indiana, getting you caught up on all the things happening in the world of Hoosier sports. And to help us abbreviate, or actually accelerate, I guess is a better way of saying it, that process, Eddie Garrison now with a scoreboard update. Thank you, Jake. It's always a pleasure to work with you and Nathaniel Finch here in downtown Indianapolis. A chilly, chilly Saturday night. Let's get to some high school basketball with the boys. Bethany Christian over Hamilton tonight, 65-32. Bloomington North defeated Terre Haute South, 77-70. Faith Christian falls this evening to Carol of Flora, 74-60. Clay City. They cruise to a victory over Cloverdale, 67-46. to A low-scoring game between Columbia City and DeKalb, 66 total points, 35-31. Final score, Columbia City with the win. It's boys basketball, Columbus North. They defeat Perry Meridian by 8, 54-46. Crown Point, Chesterton. Final score tonight, Crown Point with the win by 6, 59-53. Delphi. They defeat Winnemac, 57-53. East Noble, Leo, 15-point margin with East Noble finishing out on top, 69-54. Evansville, Harrison, they also win by 15 points over Jasper, 62-47. Evansville, minor day, they win by 13 over Boonville, 48-35. Carroll of Fort Wayne, they fall to Fishers, 66-50. Big win for Fort Wayne Blackhawk. They double up Lakewood Park, 68-34. Franklin, they put up a big number offensively, 81 points in their win tonight over New Pal, who scores 67. Nailbiter, Greenfield Center and Shelbyville, five points is the separation. 49-44, Greenfield Central with the win over Shelbyville. South Decatur falls by nine points to Greensburg, 60 52-53. Hammond Central defeats Hammond Morton by a triple, 73-70. Girls High School basketball today, Anderson and Logansport, 74-42. It was a routing for Anderson as they come up with a win tonight. Andran and Kankakee Valley, low-scoring game, 32-25 final score. Andran, the Fighting 59ers, pick up the win. Fort Wayne Dwinger, they fall to Angola, 48-40 tonight. Eastern Green only scores 26 and their loss to Bloomington South, who puts up 54 points. Bluffton Heritage, it's another routing. Bluffton wins over Heritage, 60 to 26. Brown County wins by seven over North Putnam, 47 to 40. NFL playoffs: Green Bay Packers, San Francisco 49ers. They are in the third quarter. Debo Samuel ruled out the remainder of this game with a shoulder injury, and as a result of that. 
Three and out for San Francisco on their first offensive possession in the second half. Green Bay goes down the field. They score a touchdown, 13-7. Green Bay leading San Francisco. Jordan Love with the passing touchdown, his first of the game. He has 147 yards through the air. Brock Purdy, 132 in a passing score. Christian McCaffrey, only nine carries in the first half, four 33 yards. Earlier today, the Baltimore Ravens, they are advancing to the AFC Championship as they defeat the Houston Texans 34-10. Lamar Jackson doing MVP-like things today. 16 of 22, two passing touchdowns, two rushing touchdowns, and he also had 100 yards on the ground for Baltimore as they win in advance to the AFC Championship game. They will have to wait a day to figure out who they play. That's because Kansas City and Buffalo, they play tomorrow night. That is on CBS at 6.30. That game is in Buffalo between two 11-6 teams. Before that, at 3 o'clock on NBC, it's Tampa Bay and Detroit from Detroit. A legitimate chance that the Lions could be hosting a third consecutive playoff game if they are able to defeat the Buccaneers and the Packers go on the road and defeat the dominant San Francisco 49ers. More college basketball scores to come along with high school scores, and I'll keep you up to date on those NFL playoffs. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Thank you, as always, to the Indiana Donor Network. Indiana Donor Network, you heard Dwight Freeney talking about them. Absolutely fabulous work they do did you know by the way that signing up to be an organ donor today can help save lives in the future anybody can sign up to be an organ donor there is no age limit nor health restriction to sign up to be an organ donor and every 10 minutes someone is added to the donor transplant waiting list my uncle for example a heart recipient some 38 years ago so always Appreciative. It is close to my heart, no pun intended. More than 1,300 Hoosiers are waiting for life-saving organ transplants, and signing up to be an organ and tissue donor can help save eight lives and heal 75 others. You can always sign up at driventosavelives.org. That's driven, the number two, savelives.org. And Brian Clawson, the USAC driving legend, saved five lives as he decided to do exactly that before being fatally injured in a USAC racing accident. Joining us on the program tonight here on Indiana Sports Talk on Network Indiana, Kurt Darling was on the call as Pendleton Heights and Delta went to the hardwood tonight. Kurt, of course, you hear on WIBC Radio and News when he's not calling games, but uh, Kurt, all Arabians tonight, right? Yeah, for the most part, uh, Jake. Uh, it was certainly a little bit of a challenge, though, going up against number four Delta out of Class 3A, going up against the Arabians, who, of course, play in Class 4A. But uh, big HHC matchup here for the Arabians to kind of just keep in pace with the rest of the field when it comes to the Hoosier Heritage Conference. But uh, it was uh, all Arabians at the very beginning. Delta was able to tie it at about 15 apiece midway through the first quarter. But then uh, the uh, astute Je- Josiah Gustin was able to really kind of turn on the Jets a little bit all throughout the game. He finished with a with a season high at 25 points. He's getting a lot of interest from teams like Indiana State as well as Western Michigan as well. We'll have to wait and see where he goes as well. But Damari Hood, he is going to be going to St. Francis next year. He plays for Delta. He had a little bit of a, of a hard night kind of inside the arc. He was able to hit a lot from outside the arc, but they really needed him to make some big and key shots down the stretch from inside. He wasn't really able to get that done, but uh, it was uh, certainly a good test for Pendleton Heights to move along here in this season, and uh, they outscore e- and, uh, they outscore Delta in each 
of, of, of the four quarters going down the stretch, and they come away with the 62-45 win in this one. Kurt, I'm going to ask you a similar question to what I asked Greg Rakestraw, and that is Kurt Darling's our guest who had Pendleton Heights and Delta tonight. Um, always interesting when you look in the totality of a season, and it's a long season, but as we head down now mm-hmm. to, say, the last third of the year, you do a lot of these games. You see a lot of games. You go on Friday and Saturday nights, and you watch a lot of high school basketball. Give me, if one jumps out at you, a team that is totally different right now. And if somebody saw them playing around Thanksgiving time and made judgment on them, you would say, hold your horses because they're putting it together now and they are now a totally different team than what they were, say, six weeks ago. Well, it's, there's certainly a lot of teams that come to mind, but uh, one, t- one team that actually kind of comes to mind to me is in Class 4A, the Ben Davis Giants in particular. They had a kind of a rough start to the season. They also, you know, going through their whole uh, coaching turmoil as well, kind of going with Coach Taylor as their interim coach while their regular head coach deals with off-court issues. But they had a really rough start to the season, and also they had to bring back Mark Zachary as well, who was part of Ben Davis's football run as well. And so kind of getting that rhythm together, you know, they didn't exact, and also there was that big question as well: Would they be able to replicate that 33-0 season from a season ago? Obviously, it's really hard to do that with all, all the talent they lost. But Ben Davis really put together a really good stretch, put together a really good stretch over the last few weeks or so, and uh, they're obviously a big contender in the mix. So, if there's one team that really kind of fits that narrative that you talk about right there, it would definitely be Ben Davis. And aside from Ben Davis, Kurt Darling, give me a team that has been the most consistently impressive and shows no signs of letting up. That would be Greenfield Central, as I talked about with the Hoosier Heritage Conference. They are 14-0 and now going through this part of the season. They are pretty much the frontrunner and favorite to win the Hoosier Heritage Conference Championship, and they're hosting their own sectional this year as well. But Braylon Mullins, Jake, is by far one of the best shooters, if not the best shooter I think I've ever seen play high school basketball in my years of covering the sport here in Indiana. So Greenfield Central, they were good at the very beginning, and they have stayed good obviously they have yet to lose a game they of course have a little bit of a scare tonight against Shelbyville as you heard Eddie say in the uh, in the top of the hour scoreboard update but uh, Greenfield Central they are a tough team to beat and they will certainly if I, I expect to see them deep in the tournament this year. Kurt we appreciate it as always I know it's been a busy night so appreciate you making time for us tonight as you had Pendleton Heights over Delta earlier and appreciate the perspective have a good Sunday enjoy watching football all right. Thanks, thanks, Jake. You too. All right. Again, uh, Kurt Darling there. My name is Jake Query in for Coach Bob Lovell, who uh, is helping raise some money in Plainfield. Fundraiser tonight. So happily sitting in. And you just heard Kurt mention Shelbyville. Shout out to you Golden Bears in Shelby County. I'm a native of Country Club Heights, baby. Lived there. Had some Cow Palace ice cream back in the day. George Montgomery going to join us. Talk a little IU basketball coming up. With this Indiana Sports Talk scoreboard update, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's take a look at some of the college basketball scores from today. Number two, Purdue on the road at Iowa. They win by 14, 84 to 70. They're now 17 and two on the season, six and two in Big Ten play. Zach Eady with his third consecutive 30 point double double. He had 30 points and 18 rebounds today against the Hawkeyes. And here are his last three games. Last Saturday, 30 and 20 against Penn State. He also had three blocks. Tuesday against Indiana, 33 points, 14 rebounds, and then that 30 points and 18 rebounds and four blocks today. Just an absolute 
tear Zach Eady is on right now the last three games in conference play. Lance Jones in this game today had 17 points, four triples, and Fletcher Lawyer contributed with 12 points as well. Braden Smith, almost a double-double, nine points and nine assists. Purdue 17-2. Iowa falls to 11-7. and The Butler Bulldogs, they had been struggling as of late losers in five of six games coming into today. Big win at Hinkle Fieldhouse by 14 over the DePaul Blue Demons, 74-60. Posh Alexander, 17.6 assists and six steals. Leading score in the game for Butler was Pierre Brooks. He had 20 points. The Dogs are now 12-7, and 3-5 in Big East play. Division II action, University of Indianapolis grounds. They pick up an 11-point win over the McKendry Bearcats, 87-76. The Greyhounds, 8-1 in conference play. That's the Great Lakes Valley Conference and 12-5 overall. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta. And check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Jake Query in for Coach Bob Lovell. This is Indiana Sports Talk on Network Indiana, presented to you by the Indiana Donor Network. Thank you, Eddie, for the scores. Uh, NFL, by the way, Green Bay knocking on the door, trying to come back. They're down 14-13 now to San Francisco. Niners scored to take a lead, kicked it off. Green Bay ran it right back down. They are now set up for a first and goal are the Green Bay Packers. So my prediction that one of the number one seeds falls, I am – holding, like really steadily holding, that that comes true. Because, of course, the Baltimore Ravens earlier tonight taking care of the Houston Texans. So they have advanced to the AFC championship game. All right, joining us now, I had talked about it. George Montgomery is a longtime cover of Indiana basketball. He was in Madison last night for what was not a good performance for Indiana. George, I will begin with this. Um, we saw the C.J. Gunn play. We heard the Don Fisher comments. What was the mood post game from Indiana and from Mike Woodson? Well, obviously, um, it wasn't a very happy uh, mood last night in um, in Madison, Wisconsin. Indiana dropping another basketball game in uh, a place they haven't won at since 1998. They've dropped all these games at Madison. It's just a place where they haven't played very well. And obviously coming off the loss that they played so poorly against Purdue, then they come and play like they did against um, um, Wisconsin last night. They got off to a kind of a slow start, um, um, trailed at halftime, and then um, they actually closed to within seven points. And then um, um, Max Klesman, the fine guard out of Wisconsin, he um, lit things up in the second half as Indiana closed to within seven and he um, scored like 14 straight points in the second half and um, 25 for the game. And that was all she wrote as um, Indiana once again fell to the Wisconsin Badgers. And it was just one of those games where 
Indiana couldn't get over the hump. Although they did hang in there, they fell down by 23 and, and close to within nine um, in, late in the second half, but they just couldn't get over the hump, um, Jake. George, they look to me, and I want you to tell me why I'm wrong, but you, George Montgomery, are around it more closely than I. You, you see this team more than I do just in terms of kind of away from the game itself. Um, they look totally undisciplined, and they look like they there are very few guys that you could say are on the same. I, I know they have talent. I mean, don't get me wrong. And look, I think Malik Renew is fantastic. I love his effort. I love his professionalism night in and night out. There are other guys that leave me totally thirsting for more and look like they want to be anywhere but there. Tell me I'm wrong. No, I think you're exactly right. I mean, they just look – they just don't look like Indiana basketball players. I'm, I've, I've been told that by a lot of people. And um, um, I don't know what it is. They just they're – just, they're just out there, out there playing. And especially when they get on the road, everything just kind of just blows up. I mean, the, the defense doesn't play very well. Um, they, they turn the ball over. Um, the shots don't go in. It's it, it's just weird, but they do have talent. I mean, my gosh, Renew is um, going to end up in the NBA. There's going to be a lottery pick down the road. And, of course, they didn't have Ware last night. He um, um, has got a, um, a foot problem. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but I'm willing to say Indiana's got about 10 days off here before they play in Champaign, Illinois, um, a week from this coming Tuesday. And he'll be back by then, I'm sure. But um, they, need to get, they need to get things together. But this is just um, – this is not a typical Indiana team um, that you would um, that your, um, your 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 parents grew up watching. That's for sure. George, to me, and I know that he's a talented player, and we've seen it. And and maybe I'm willing to say that injury has set him back. But Xavier Johnson, at this point, is too old and too mature, at least in years, a player to make some of the decisions he makes. And frankly, if he's not shooting the ball from the outside, and I know that part of what is so tantalizing about him is he can catch lightning in a bottle so you almost want to keep having him out there because you never know when that, that ignition is going to take place but to me he is doing nothing but hurting Indiana and I'm at the point now where I'm ready for them to say look it's been a great couple of years but but we're going to move on and get other people rotation here your thoughts well I mean I, I I, I think Woody was at that point too, but last night I think he may have straightened himself out a little bit because probably he was he might have been one bright point last night as they you know as, as, as they lost the basketball game because he did play he did he, he did play much better than he has been playing but um, they um, he he he's just been all over the place he um, he, he he can't seem to get it going I'm not, I don't know what it is I I don't I I, I think he gets back in there after he gets injured, and I think he just tries too hard. And um, it, it just hasn't been working out for him this year. And, um, you know, he, you know it's, it's injury after injury, and then boom, you know, he's out of the game, and then he's asked to sit out for four or five games. He gets back in there, and um, it, 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 he's just not playing well at all. But he did last night um, – you know, play a little bit better than he has been, and he, you know, he he had some he he had some big baskets in there to, to kind of keep him in the game. He had eight points, and that's better than he than he has been playing. So I think they're going to see what he can do. You know, Woodson Woodson talked last night about you know the the time off here they have between uh, Wisconsin and the Illinois game in Champaign coming up a week from this coming Tuesday, and they're going to see what they can do. So we'll see if anything changes, but you know. 
so far, nothing's changed. But um, these guys have just got to dig down and look at themselves and see if, you know, if they really want to be here, if, if they want to be on an Indiana basketball team. And, you know, they got so many out-of-state guys, Jake, that a lot of these guys just don't know Indiana basketball, you know. Trey Galloway is the only guy in the starting lineup that's from Indiana. And, um, you know, he's out there fighting for his life. But the rest of the guys, you know, a loss, a loss. So that's one thing these guys have got to look at themselves and see exactly, you know, do, do I want to be here? Do I want to play on this Indiana basketball team? And, I, you know, some of these guys may, may not want to because, it, you know, win or lose, they may not care. George, I have mentioned this on my weekly radio or my daily radio show during the week, okay? And I want you, George Montgomery, because you've been around this a lot. You've seen, you've missed like four games in 50 years or something, right? Only Don Fisher has seen more IU basketball than you. And with that, I think it's got to pain Indiana fans because they're, when people, and I realize if you're not from here and you're saying, well, what is he talking, what does it matter that you're not from Indiana? There is a certain like buy-in that takes place in a culture of what Indiana University basketball meant for so many people by a blueprint that was left behind by Bob Knight, quite frankly. And and that blueprint is one that all that goes into it, that made Indiana such a special value for this state for so many people, quite frankly, and I know people don't want to hear this, and I know that Purdue fans are tired of the comparison because Purdue needs to be its own entity, and they've earned that as one of the best teams in college basketball. But the Indiana basketball that people that watched Bob Knight and admired for many, many years, George, is being played right now in West Lafayette. And it's Matt Painter's Purdue Boilermakers. Yeah, you're right about that. I mean, take a look at Purdue's team. They all the guys that they got are from Indiana. They're all Indiana players, and they're all in, out there playing. And they're all they're all making those open three pointers, and they're all um, um, they're, they're 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 doing a great job. I mean, I um, was listening to Purdue today, coming back from um, coming back from Madison today with, against Iowa, and you just listen to these kids and. Um, they're out there, you know, making make, making those extra passes, diving after loose balls. Um, it's, it's just unbelievable the way that what what they do. I mean, I, every time I hear about diving after loose balls, I think about about my think about Zach Eady diving after a loose ball and 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 um, Khalil Ware from Indiana just watching it as um, both of those guys seven foot tall just watching it as um, he 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 just um, let Eady go after a loose ball and both those guys are seven foot tall. So you got to want the ball and you got to want to win and and Indiana just doesn't have that want to win right now and until they do. They're not going to win. And I, I really think this is a Purdue team that I told Matt Painter the other night. I said, Matt, I said, you know, I said, you got a team that I think will win the national championship this year. This team is a lot better. It's got, it, it, it's got, you guys got some guts. And I said, I think you got that, that spirit that was missing last year and that extra little zip that you guys got a heck of a chance. He goes, George. I hope so, but don't count your chickens before they hatch because I've heard that so many times, and, and it only comes up to bite us. But um, I think that I, I think they're a little bit better than they were a year ago, and I think they got a great shot at winning a championship. We shall see, George. I appreciate the time, man. We'll continue the conversation at another time, but I appreciate the time tonight. Yeah, th- thanks a lot, Jeff, for having me. All right, George Montgomery again, recapping last night: Indiana and Wisconsin in Madison. My name is Jake Query, in for the coach Bob Lovell. David Deaton, stick around. We'll get to you. Find out what happened in the southern part of the state in high school tonight. You're listening to Indiana Sports Talk, and you're listening to it on Network Indiana. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20-milligram injection. 
You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. NFL playoffs starting this weekend for the divisional round, the NFC divisional playoff featuring the San Francisco 49ers and the Green Bay Packers is in the final two minutes of the third quarter. 21-14 advantage for Green Bay. Tucker Craft has a touchdown reception and Bo Milton also has a touchdown reception from Jordan Love this quarter. He just threw an interception, which is remarkable in that right because Going into today's game, he had 21 touchdowns and one interception during Green Bay's winning streak since the midway point of the season. Now that's critical also in this aspect because San Francisco underneath Kyle Shanahan went trailing going into the fourth quarter. They are 4-31, and and when they're down by at least three points, they're 1-30. and Boys high school basketball games today. Charleston and Corden Central 60-54. Final score, Corden Central falling to Charleston. Center Grove, they defeat Indianapolis Roncalli by 14 points, 47-33. Greg Rakestraw joined us earlier. Catch the podcast with that conversation. IEPUI and some high school basketball as well. Not happy as an alma mater at Lanesville. They fall tonight to Clarksville, 59-38. Clay City, 67. Cloverdale, 46 on a chilly Saturday night. Clinton Prairie defeats Fountain Central 73-61. A low-scoring game. Columbia City and DeKalb 66 total points between the two teams. 35-31 was the final score. DeKalb falling. And finally, Crown Point defeats Chesterton by 6, 59-53. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison. Eddie, thanks so much. Eddie Garrison giving the scoreboard updates tonight. Nathaniel Finch running the board for us. My name is Jake Query, yeah, uh, and this is the Indiana Donor Network presentation of Indiana Sports Talk on Network Indiana. By the way, one of my fun things to do, David Deaton, hang on, I'm going to get to you right here, but I always enjoy doing this. I saw Bob Lovell today at the IEPUI game, Coach Bob Lovell, who I'm filling in for tonight so that he can partake in a fundraiser over in Plainfield, and he said to me, man, just go out there tonight and have fun. And so what I do on my afternoon show, midday, actually, noon to 3, on 93.5107.5, the fan in Indianapolis oftentimes, for fun, is I throw out my cell phone number on the air. And I thought, you know what? For fun tonight, here's what I'm going to do for you folks in the great state of Indiana, because I love, love, love Indiana. I bleed the torch. If you are listening right now in Indiana, send me a text at 317, and I'm not expecting you to like memorize this, so you might have to write it down. 523-9288. So 317 is the Indianapolis area code. And then my phone number is 523-9288. So what I want to know from you, if you text me at 523-9288, is what high school basketball team in the state of Indiana is your favorite and why? So you just got to send me your name, your favorite high school, 
And you got to text it to me at 317-523-9288. And we'll see what we can't do to say a hello here on Network Indiana. Joining us now on the show, and he's been waiting patiently, which is much appreciated, from WKLO, David Deaton joining us here on Indiana Sports Talk. David, busy day for you, right? Yeah, it was, Jake. A doubleheader with the girls this afternoon and a matinee between uh, number five in Class A, Orleans, and number two in Class 2A, Austin. So that was the first game, and then we had to make the trip to Corridan this evening. Charlestown boys taking on Corridan Central in a Mid-Southern Conference matchup. So, yeah, pretty pretty jam-packed Saturday here for us in Southern Indiana. Okay, so let's begin with the girls' game. Take me through it. Take me who the stars were and just how, I guess, each team – where they go from here? Well, I'll start with Orleans here in this. Uh, we've been covered some of their games on our sister station on WSEZ 98.7 FM here in southern Indiana. And uh, the Lady Bulldogs taking on Austin today. A very good basketball game between these two teams. And uh, Orleans really did a good job defensively early on, keeping Austin at bay, led 16-11 to 11 at the end of the first quarter. And then Austin made a run at them in the second quarter that continued into the third quarter, got a five-point lead at one point in the contest. And then Orleans was able to turn it around with a 10-0 run to end the third quarter to get it up five at 38-33 going into the fourth. And so from there, the Lady Bulldogs and the Lady Eagles kind of went back and forth in the fourth quarter. Orleans got a lead there in the fourth, got it up to three, and then kind of pulled away, forcing Austin to foul them late. They made 10 out of 12 free throws in the fourth quarter. And Orleans today, their freshman, Chelsea Ralph, 17 points. She's a forward for the Lady Bulldogs. Had a really nice game today for Orleans. And then Callie Alston, 12 points. Their sophomore forward, who's very talented, very good athlete. Had a really nice game today. Miley Knight, 11 points. She's a junior guard for the Lady Bulldogs. She had a really nice game today, especially late. Had 12 rebounds to go with those 11 points. And for Austin, Brent Owens, 18 points to lead them today. So, Really good game between two sectional contenders in their respective classes. And for Orleans, they've got their rivalry with Mitchell coming up on Thursday on the road before they get into sectional 63 at Bar Reeve. And then for Austin in sectionals 46 in Class 2A, they've got Salem on the road in a conference game to close out the regular season next week. So both teams very good, very solid, and both teams have a chance to hoist a trophy here in a couple weeks at the end of the week for the girls' basketball sectional. David, most importantly, David Deep, uh, David Deaton, excuse me, WKLO, uh, a couple of years ago, so I do IndyCar play-by-play, and when we would race at Kentucky Speedway, I would kind of cut through down, kind of through Napoleon, Indiana, and you can kind of go down and around, and then I had friends that went to Hanover, so I'd go down to Austin and over. So that south, like, east quadrant of the state is absolutely, David Deaton, am I correct in saying this? We're talking God's country, right? Uh, it's very, very pretty country down through there, without question. Hanover College, I tell you, it's about as pristine a setting as there is in the state of Indiana for a college or a university, and Austin is just a, a really nice community. A lot of good people over there that I've had a chance to meet over the years, and uh, just a really good facility there at Harold Riggle Gymnasium, an old gym, but a really good gym they've refurbished over the years, really good facility there. But, yeah, really great area. Madison's a really nice area down there by the Ohio River. So, yeah, really good really good country down there in Scott County and over in Jefferson County, too, without question. And, I mean, really good area there in southeast Indiana, no doubt about that. Okay, so lastly, David, again, Girls, you had Orleans over Austin. Boys, you had Charlestown over Corden Central, correct, tonight. Um, yeah. give, me, give me a team in your region or a team that you've seen this year 
that as we get set, especially from the girls' standpoint, heading into tournament play, people better keep an eye on? Man, a lot of teams in that category. I'll tell you, a team that uh, in the Mid-Southern Conference that we saw earlier this year, and they've just kept it rolling along, are the Scottsburg Warriorettes in Class 3A. They're in the same sectional as Corridon Central and North Harrison in Sectional 30. Those are two uh, two teams that Scottsburg has been able to beat this year. They've been able to beat the teams in Sectional 30. Uh, Kerry Daniels is, I think, as good a coach as there is anywhere in the state of indiana especially in the southern half of the state done a great job there they've got a really good offense they spread the floor ellie richardson really good point guard i think scottsburg's a team that if they can get it together the way they have throughout the year they can make a deep run in the postseason and they're a team i think that's probably going to be the favorite walking into sectional 30 so i think they're a team to look out for they got shooters all over the floor they're really tough defensively and they just have a really nice all-around team there in Scott County, kind of like we were talking about with Austin's girls, a really good team this year with Jared Peterson. I think the same can be said for Scottsburg. David Deaton, WKLO in the southern part of the state. David, appreciate it, man. Enjoy the weekend. All right, thanks. You too, Jake. All right, appreciate it. David Deaton from WKLO. Let's go from one David to the next. David Eha was on the call for Ball State as they continue to struggle for Michael Lewis's group. David, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Jake. How are yourself? Can't complain, man. We're talking sports in Indiana, right? And, you know, there's a beauty in that. And, David, I will forewarn you, we might keep you since we got a scoreboard break to get to here in just a minute. We may keep you on the other side as well. But I want to get to Michael Lewis's bunch. I thought they were playing really good basketball heading into league play. They've really struggled. Take me through what happened tonight. Yeah, well, it was another one of the uh, symptoms of just not being able to close out a game. The Cardinals had an eight-point lead with just over three minutes remaining, and Miami went on a 10-2 to run, but it was really a disappointing loss. The Cardinals had a three-point lead, a foul to give. Michael Lewis wanted the team to foul. The coaching staff was yelling to foul. Nobody did, and at the buzzer in regulation, Darwishy Hunter drains a three to send this game into overtime, and Miami never looked back. So really a, a mental error at the end of the game came back to haunt the Cardinals and uh, in a game for the most part where they played pretty well but simply couldn't close it out down the stretch. David, what do you see from Michael Lewis that, you know, is there a frustration that's setting in? Is it – are you impressed with his composure? How has he handled so far this skid for Ball State? Yeah, I mean, I think he's handled it well. He's frustrated with the mental mistakes like today, not fouling. You know, if you, you foul at the end of the game, you put that in the win column, all of a sudden you've won two in a row. You're feeling much better. This is a team that's played with every team in the league. Akron, who's the best team, they had a four-point lead at the four-minute mark. Same thing with Toledo. And today they had this game won. So, you know, I think the frustration on Michael's point is – some of the silly, the mental mistakes down the stretch where, you know, this this game was one that they gave away. And so, you know, and that's one of those things you try to coach him up, but, you know, you got some inexperienced guys. And uh, I think that's the frustrating thing is making the mental mistakes that's keeping them from getting over the hump. And what is next now for Ball State? 
Yeah, so, I mean, this is a, an opportunity for them to make some hay, which is a little bit uh, hurts even more losing today. They go on the road to a Buffalo team that struggles, and then they come home for two more home games. So, uh, look, plenty of parity in the MAC, plenty of time left, uh, but the Cards definitely need to make some hay over this next week. All right, David, appreciate it. Enjoy the rest of the weekend, all right? Okay, Jake, thanks. David E. Uh, talking about Ball State. Brian Sullivan, WNAS. Stick around because we're coming on the road to you, and we're doing it in just a couple minutes here on Network Indiana. With this Network Indiana Sports Updates, I'm Eddie Garrison. Let's take a look at some Division Three and small college basketball scores from today. Franklin College and Anderson, 95-77. Final score, Anderson picks up the win over Franklin College. Anderson, 13-4. They are 8-2 in the HCAC. And the Grizz, on the other hand, they are a game above 500. They are 9-8-7-3 in conference play. Big win for Anderson today in terms of the conference standings. The Rolls-Holman Fighting Engineers, they win by 11 over Bluffton. 77-66. They're a game under 500 this season 8-9 but having a terrific season in conference play they are 6-4 and four in that regard. Hanover puts up 93 points in their win a big second half. They get 54 in total in the second half and they outscore Earlham by 20 in the second half to win 93-67. to 67. They're 11-6 talking about Hanover and 7-3 in HCAC play. Meanwhile, it has been a struggling season for Earlham. 2-15 overall and both those wins coming in conference play with eight losses after today. DePaul, they win 76-58. They outscore Kenyon in both halves to do it. Neither half a big one in that regard. DePaul 11-7. Bluffton falls to 4-17. And, and NCAC DePaul is 6-3. Uh, Manchester, Mountain St. Joseph, close one, 75-71. Manchester wins. They're now 10-7 on the season and 7-3 in HCAC play. For Network Indiana Sports. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. I'm Eddie Garrison. Thank you, Eddie. Jake Query here in for Coach Bob Lovell on Network Indiana, Indiana Sports Talk. Let's go to the southern part of the state. Brian Sullivan, WNAS, down in the Floyd Central, New Albany area. Brian, what's going on? Tell me what game you had tonight. Jake, we had uh, Bulldogs at home taking on Evansville Wrights. Very young, very athletic, very tall team. Uh, and we can kind of tell why a lot of the Division One scouts are interested in some of their young players, but but they are still a lot of freshmen and sophomores playing for Evansville Wrights. 
You know, it's interesting, Brian, when you mention that, because I'm old enough to remember where if you saw the floor in varsity by the end of your sophomore year, then you were a college prospect, right? A little bit different now because (laughs) we're seeing guys coming like straight out of the diapers and all of a sudden getting an opportunity. Yeah, and uh, they've got a freshman. I I don't know how much publicity he's getting up there, although Wrights has played three Indianapolis teams already this season. Uh, Jalen Mitchell, six foot eight, he came into the game averaging 16 points and 10 rebounds, and not just the six eight, he's got a good build to go with him, uh, and, and they've got him playing out on the perimeter. He's handling the ball a lot. It, it was tough for him because New Albany's a real undersized team, and every time he puts it down, there's a bunch of 5'10", 5'11", kids with quick hands. And so that that was a little bit of a wake-up for him there, but you can definitely see the potential. He winds up with 18 points tonight, but just a little bit too much balance for New Albany on the other side. I was going to ask you, Brian. Brian Sullivan, our guest, WNAS. Obviously tonight with the win, New Albany you know, playing well tonight, 86-72 over Wrights. Do you like the way they're playing heading down the stretch? And is Wrights somebody that we look for because of the fact that they have a youth movement and maybe that's starting to come together a little bit? I'll be able to answer that question a whole lot better in a couple of weeks. We've, we've got Evansville North next time out. we got Jasper, who, who's in that area. And so um, haven't seen as many of the teams from the southwest corner of the state. But the thing I like tonight, they had a young man uh, named Evan Hayes who's averaging about nine points a game. But he came out tonight against New Albany's really athletic perimeter players. Uh, he winds up scoring 23 points tonight, knocked down four or five three-pointers. And – so much of what they've done for rights has gone through the Mitchell kid, has gone through Braylon Langley, who's a six-six sophomore and getting a lot of attention. They need that third person to consistently step up, and it looks like he's starting to figure out with those younger kids how to play off that talent, how to get them the ball in positions where they can work with it. And if he's knocking down three-pointers, that's going to draw out the defense and open it up for the big guys inside a little bit more. Brian Sullivan, WNAS, again, tonight on uh, and calling in, I guess, to report New Albany. 86-72 over Evansville Rights. Brian, appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, let's go now from the college standpoint. Steve Draven is the head coach at Bethel. They w- were better than Taylor tonight, 75-66. Coach, thanks for calling in. I apologize to you, Coach, because I'm going to be honest with you. You thought you were going to be talking to Coach Bob Lovell, and you end up talking to actually just a couch potato instead of a college basketball coach. My apologies. Basketball and basketball in general, man. It's it's all good. I appreciate you having me on. Hey, let's uh, take me through tonight. Uh, you know, obviously getting the win over Taylor, 75-66. This was accomplished in what way? Take me through the game itself. And we might carry you through because we got an update to get to here just about a, a minute or so, but I wanted to get you on. But take me through what happened tonight. Yeah, no problem. Um, it was a good game for us. We, you know, got off to a little bit of a slow start. Taylor, uh, man, as every Crossroads League team is, was ready to play, and they had a good plan coming in, and uh, they made us earn everything uh, on the offensive end and and uh, challenged us uh, offensively with a lot of ball screen, handoff type actions that that challenged us. Um, we got the ball inside. Uh, that was kind of a huge key for us early. Um, our three post players, James Anderson, five man, Preston Phillips, four man, Nathan Ayers, three man. They they were 13 for 17 combined from two. Um, then our All-American point guard, Drew Lutz, uh, ended up with 16. So pretty good overall game. Coach, I want to continue the conversation. You got time to stick around for a minute? Sure thing. Uh, we will do that with Steve Draven, the head coach at Bethel. Others as well. You're listening to Indiana Sports Talk, presented by Indiana Donor Network, and you're listening to it on Network Indiana. Network Indiana.
Indiana Sports Talk continuing here. Network Indiana throughout this great state of ours talking with Steve Draven, the head coach at Bethel. They get the best of Taylor this evening. Coach, I wanted to ask you this question. And I apologize because I, you know, you probably thought you were just going to call in and be talking about your game tonight, which you guys won. And again, congratulations on that. But I think it's important sometimes when I'm talking to a coach to address this. There are probably some people listening right now that have a young person, boy or girl, that are playing high school basketball. And they're hoping that their young person can play college basketball. And of course, everybody automatically thinks their their students can end up at Indiana or Purdue or Kansas or Kentucky, whatever. There are great opportunities to play basketball, but from your standpoint, if you have somebody listening right now, and let's say they've got a 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth grade student that loves the game of basketball, what's the thing aside from hitting a jump shot or learning to see the floor that you find that most parents don't recognize as one of the key elements that you as a coach are looking for when you're building a roster? Yeah, that's a great question. Um you know, a lot of different ways I can I can answer that. You know, obviously you got to put the ball in the basket, and and you see those things. Um, but you know, we talk a lot with our program about um, you know three things that you can control: your attitude, your effort, and your ability to be a great teammate. And we've got a couple guys this year. Um, you know, Trent Edwards and Jameer Jefferson. Trent's a starter for us. Um, I bet he averages I think six points per game. And then Jameer comes in for him, you know, the other half of the game. And I think he's averaging 1.5 points per game. But those guys are unselfish. Uh, they, they really defend. They pick up the ball full court. Um, they get get our defense going. Um, they do not care about who gets the credit. And there's some games where we do some offense, defense late in the game. And I've got both those guys, you know, reminding me to sub them out, um, you know, to get – some more offensive players and their guys who can handle it and shoot it better. Um, and so those guys, man, bring a ton of value to our team. You know, again, not a lot on the stat page, um, but they just all, they have all the intangibles. They guard, they pass, they're unselfish. They, they don't care about who gets the credit. Um, and they're just, they're great teammates. So those are some things that I think parents can, can focus on more for sure. Last minute or so, Coach, somebody's in the Mishawaka area. They want to come check out a Bethel game. They're going to see what style of play from your team. Yeah, great question. So, you know, we're an up-tempo team. We want to play fast. Um, you know, so we try to get it up and down the floor. We want to have, you know, 70-plus possessions per game. Um, I would think you would see an unselfish team, guys that move the ball, uh, pass, cut, move screen to get the best shot they can. Um, you know, a high-skilled team um, that can handle it, pass it, shoot it, um, and that plays well together, um, and, and they're tough, uh, you know, for, for 40 minutes. You know, fun style to play and, um, you know, one that's fun to watch. And one that got a win tonight, 75-66 over Taylor. Coach, appreciate it, and appreciate you sticking around. Appreciate the patience. You got it. Thanks so much. All right, again, Steve Draven, the head coach for Bethel. 75-66 winners tonight over Taylor. Jeff Marlowe, W-R-I-N. Stick around. You are on deck. Eddie Garrison gets us caught up to speed. Final hour upcoming. Indiana Sports Talk here on a Saturday night across Indiana on Network Indiana.